BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey folks, this is Jason Lewis, the producer of the From the Shadows podcast. I just want to remind you about our website, fromtheshadowspodcast.com. We have a Facebook page. We would appreciate it if you like and follow. Also, join our discussion group on Facebook called After the Shadows. We have a Twitter feed. Please follow us on Twitter. It can be found with at podcast underscore from. Follow us on Instagram at fromtheshadowspodcast.com. We have a YouTube channel. Go to the search bar on YouTube and put From the Shadows Podcast and please subscribe to that channel. We are also on the Odyssey Radio Network and we can be found there at odyssey1.com. We're still on the traditional podcatchers that everybody loves to listen to us on. We get a lot of feedback, so please rate the podcast and communicate with uh, whether you're on Spotify, Stitcher, Tune in, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Google Podcasts. We're there, and we appreciate it when you leave comments for us. We also have a Patreon page. It can be found at www.patreon.com forward slash from the shadows. You can receive books, stickers, coffee mugs, and special content just for our Patreon subscribers. Check it out for yourself see what packages that we have to offer well that's all i have for you right now folks and thanks for being a part of the from the shadows podcast family so with that being said let's get this episode started holler we were just talking a little bit off air it's uh it's halloween that's right um you know we we live out here in the country we had uh our nephew showed up with some candy right Um, they, they had been you know christy's Christy's mom been taking them around, get some candy, and they showed up here. We we hardly even had anything for them. I you but mean I because kinda, you don't just you don't have a candy for strangers, or you just don't. We just don't have candy. Period. And and I kind of I almost tricked the boys. I had them convinced that the whole idea from Halloween was when they showed up at somebody's house without candy, they were supposed to give give some of their candy to the to those less fortunate. 
Well, did you so, have your light turned on, or what made him come there? Just because they thought it's, it's just because it's just because Christie's mom brought him over. So you know, it's the nephews. So they come in and they sat down on the floor and they started divvying out stuff they were going to give to us. So I got some suckers and you know nothing with much chocolate on it. You know, to me, candy ain't candy unless it's chocolate. Yeah, but, you that's know, right. Mm-hmm. You know, so so I did get a little. I got a little bit of Halloween candy and I didn't even have to go trick or treat. You know. Although I felt bad when he dumped his whole, the one case, the little one, dumped his bucket out there. He had an apple in there. I thought, well, poor kid. Who's getting an apple? For I was going to say, you know what? I'd be skeptic. People give apples put razor blades in them. Or, you know. <laughs> hey, you know, though, that is an urban legend to the point where that, people did research on that, and that never even happened one time. <clears throat> That somebody put a razor blade in an apple. That's completely made up from, what was it, Halloween 2 or 3 or something? I don't, was that what it day? was? I don't watch scary movies. So. Yeah, from one of those movies, that was the, the basis of it. So, you know, but, uh, you know, so you yesterday I celebrated my birthday. Yeah, you know? that's what, I, I didn't want to say that, but yeah. Your birthday is always the day before Halloween? Always the day before Halloween. No wonder always you're the... so superstitious. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say, no wonder I'm wearing a, you know, either I should be wearing a mask all year long, or it looks like I am wearing one. I mean, so I what'd know. you do for your birthday? You know, nothing. I went to a basketball scrimmage and, and then watched the Buckeyes Saturday night. That's it. That was oh. Buckeyes. Buckeyes game was pretty scary, you know, but, uh, you know, you get, you get to a certain age and, uh, I think last year was the big five zero, so it's. I think it's going to be anticlimactic for the rest. Of, I I just think it's more of how many more can I make? You know what I'm saying? You well, know. <clears throat> I had twenty of them yesterday, so. <laughs> you had twenty birthdays in one day. Yeah, I had twenty <laughs> in one day. <laughs> Something happened that make you made you age. Well, 24? I, I had a fr- I had I had a friend of mine from high school's his daughter got married. Okay. And she was the miniature bride in my wedding. And there was a bunch of people that I had, I worked for back in those days, but I was essentially gone for 20 years. Right. Yeah. So boom, you're put into a position where people don't know, you know, like my buddy whose daughter was, I've interacted with him a lot since I moved back. So, you know, he's the father of the bride and he came over and got me and said, Hey, you're never going to guess who's here. I want, you know, I'm going to, and he told me this guy we used to work with and, and brought him over here. And once that guy got there, I knew he, as he was walking up, I knew exactly who he was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think it was because he was older. You know, when a dude is 40, the last time you've seen him and he's 60 now. Ooh, that's a jump. That, well, I was going to say, but unlike 31 to 51, does that make sense? So I was 31 when these people saw me last. Now I'm 51. I would like to think that my transition was more. Does that make sense? Okay. Anyway, to make a long story short, he, he says that, that my buddy's my buddy says, I told him that was you sitting over there, and they, they were trying to, they didn't know if they should believe me or not. They said, you kind of look like you, me. And, and, and this is where he got, a, and then this, this guy came over, this old coworker, 
came over and started laughing and, and yucking it up. And he said, you know, I, my buddy Paul said, hey, tell him what you said. And he, and he was embarrassed to say it. And I said, no, go ahead and say it. And he goes, well, and, and Paul said, it's going to be, it's going to be, he's going to take it as a compliment. And I said, what? And he said, when, when Paul asked, hey, what do you think of Jeff? Before he said, that's him sitting over there, right? You know? Yeah. yeah. What do you know about him? Or what do you think about what he's doing now or something like that? And the guy says, well, if you tell me he's a millionaire, I'll believe you. But if you tell me he's in jail, I'll believe that too. So, <laughs> and I laughed. I said, "That's right." He said, "I didn't know. I do. I didn't know where he was going to end up." You know, but thin, li- thin line, right between millionaire I said, and hopefully, I'm going to both, unless they put me in jail for my millions, like Bernie Madoff or something. But <laughs> you know. But they were all old cops, you know, they were all old cops and old cops just don't age very well. You know what what I mean? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, right? Hard life. Well, I think part of it, too, is when, you know, when you know some of these people, like a lot of professions, right? Not just the cops or whatever, but when you know people, the my, you know, I was sitting there. And the barber had cut my hair for years until he retired. You know, every time I'd come home for Christmas or Thanksgiving or something, I'd make it a point to go to the barbershop and get my hair cut, right? Yeah. And he he finally just retired after 51 years, about two years ago. I haven't seen him in two years. And he was sitting over there, and you'd have thought I, I was Santa Claus the way he acted because he's just <laughs> retired back to the farm. And But, you know, when you see these people, and they're, the last time you've seen them, they're in their late 30s to mid-40s maybe late forties and they're still kind of macho tough guys. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then then you, and you, and you basically, you never see them like me. I didn't see them age because I left. And then I come back and they're in their mid fifties to mid seventies. And Holy cow. Some of them just look like frail old men. And I knew them as badasses. Does that make sense? So it was kind of a, it was kind of a, uh, I don't want to use the term bittersweet because I'm not a writer or a philosopher like that, but you know what I mean? It was kind of weird in some ways. Yeah, it, it is because, well, and it's, and this is kind of, dig, you know, going on, taking a left turn there, but I have spoken with you at length and, and on here about my old man, about my dad. Uh-huh. Okay. And my dad died when he was 49 and he was a bad, bad dude. I mean, he was up until the was, end. Up until the end, he was still riding his motorcycle. He was in pretty good shape. Um, I mean, he could have probably sat down and arm wrestled the best of the best around here, you know, shooting, you know, gun toting, you know, just a bad dude, just a tough dude. And I often wondered, like, man, what would have been like to see, you know, because that's 1996 is when he died. I mean, that's, we're, we're coming up, uh, 25 years right he's been gone 25 years like i can't imagine him 75 years old you know like what like just like you said what would he look like it's a 75 year old guy you know would he still be trying to be tough to and and you know what's um what's really like strange and i don't know how much of i don't know if we've ever discussed this about so my dad never really knew his real dad his 
his dad, my grandma, was married to a guy, had my dad. This guy went to the armed service, you know, went to during World War II, got out, apparently did not, you know, like the idea of coming back in and being a husband and a father, left the house and went back and rejoined during World War II and just left my dad and, and my grandma. Okay. So my grandma gets, gets, gets married to the guy that I know is my grandpa who adopts my, my dad. Well, so my dad goes through the rest of his life because my grandma's bitter about this guy, bitter to the very, and my dad never knew what happened to his dad. Cause my grandma was super tight lipped, would not say anything, but, but I believe she knew where he went and, and what happened to him. So my dad basically died thinking that his dad never came back to look for him. You know, you just left that, it. that eight, eight, eight on it. Oh yeah. 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 That, that had a lot to do with, I think of, of how much he drank the anger he had inside towards me. But, uh, but what happened then five, six years ago is I kind of looked up some and tried to find some relatives of this guy that was my dad's real dad. And I found a couple of them, an, an older lady and her husband. So she would have been my dad's cousin, live down south. And, and then a younger, a cousin that's about my age, lives in Florida or whatever. Well, this lady had told me kind of about my, about my, uh, true grandpa so to speak or whatever and what kind of person he was and 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 uh and everything but she also told me that he he was shot and killed in a bar in your dad's biological dad my dad's biological dad was shot and killed she goes this was the story that everybody in the family told or knew sometime in the 60s in southern Ohio, in a town, you know, she didn't know the name of the town at the time, but that he was in a bar. A guy walked into the bar dressed as a cowboy, kicked open the doors and says, if there's a man in here, you know, or, or ask, is there a man in here? And of course, my dad's biological dad, they said, was always the first one to say, you know, jump at a challenge, uh-huh. jumps up and says, here, you know, here I am. And this guy dressed as a cowboy pulls out a gun, shot and kills him. Okay. Dead. So I'm sure my grandma knew that, that my dad's real dad had been dead from the, since the sixties and never bothered, never told because she was embarrassed. He shot, got shot in the bar by, by cowboy. I just think that she just now that, Hey, now that's the difference in generations. Yeah. But, but the, but the, before we, the best thing is, is that, is that older cousin sent me the, um, newspaper article last week that said, that said it was in a town called Lore City, which is at the edge of one of the national parks in, in Southeast Ohio. And that his biology was only 42 years old. So neither one of them made it to their 50, made it to so their 50th birthday. So you're already paid for. I mean, I'm already, 51. I'm on borrowed time, man. I'm, I'm like, this is free. I'm on house money. But it all, but it said in the article that the guy walked in the door and said, is there a man in here? 
in quotes. And when and when my dad's biological dad stepped up, he shot and killed him. And it was on his birthday. He died on his 42nd birthday. Which is why you don't do anything on your birthday. That's, I guess. I guess that's Except one way to start. Except watch Buckeyes. And they survived yesterday, didn't they? <laughs> they did survive. Now, but, what happened, but I gotta, I gotta what th- happened to the cowboy? Um, he did got, it say? Yeah, well, yeah, he got um, he got convicted of shooting. Uh, he got convicted of shooting. So let me, yeah. And and here's the ironic thing is is the next book I was writing for the book series that I have. Yeah. Um, part of the book with so this is without knowing this was going to take place in Lore City, Ohio. I kid you not. Without Something knowing in your it. psyche, your subconscious chose that. Well, I had this, um, you know, it's it's a fictional book, but I wanted a real town um, involved in it. And, and that was the, a real town with a kind of a cool name. Lore City is kind of a um, kind of, you know, kind of spooky, I guess. Well, you know, what's funny is what I started to say is the... Uh, the uh, <clears throat> changing of the times. Uh, I had a coworker um, up in Minneapolis, a guy that was a career federal law enforcement officer. He'd worked in ICE and Customs and went through the whole Homeland Security uh, transition and all this stuff, right? So he, uh, these guys got into genealogy for some reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I think it was because my buddy at the ripe old age of 50 decides he's going to get married and have a baby. And I'm not making that up, you know? Okay. So, <laughs> 50. Yeah. He married oh a girl in her mid thirties and, and they had this baby. So he's trying to figure out how he's going to really make his book to pass on to his kid in case he doesn't make it. You know what I mean? Yep. And in that he, he basically kind of like you said, he had a, his grandfather was kind of, uh, uh, never spoken about. They didn't know. And he had died in a armed robbery. He was shot by the police in either St. Louis, Missouri or St. Joseph, Missouri in the, in the, uh, uh, late thirties. I don't think it was in the forties. I think it was in the thirties. It might've been in the forties. I think it was like 1939, right before the war, you know, and, and, you know, he gets killed, and then the war happens, and no, no, no everybody forgot everything, right? Oh yeah. But yeah. but he plastered his office. Uh, it, it, we some people had what we call "I love me" walls, with all those plaques and stuff. You know what I mean? And pictures and 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 this stuff, right? Yeah. And he had an "I love me" wall full of FBI, Homeland Security, DHS plaques and crap, and then on the opposite wall. He, he had all these different clippings and all this stuff relayed to his outlaw grandpa who died in a fuselage of, and I, for some reason, I think he shot at the cops or shot a cop. You know what I mean? There was something where most people would go in there, dude, I can't believe you're, you're <laughs> showing people this. And he's like, well, what's the big deal? You know, I don't, you know, dude, it was a 75 years ago, 80 years ago, you know? <laughs> but that's so that's what I was gonna say. Your generation to where where people are embarrassed of of criminals or whatever, you know. Well, I think everything was so hush hush back then. Like I I think you know 
when you hear about how people had kids and they went, they got sent away and then they came back and the kid was raised as the younger brother or the whatever of the mom and and stuff. And it's like, like what the heck? I mean, yeah. And now, I mean, just think of way this goes back to gunfighting, right? You could be dressed as a cowboy in, in, in New Mexico and shoot somebody. And, and a week later you're, in Martha's Vineyard shopping, so it don't much matter <laughs> anymore, right? I mean, you get a kind of, and I'm nothing against him or anything, you know? He just, he didn't get the correct safety brief. I had an old Sergeant Major one time. You know how you, what safety brief he'd give us? Well, what's that? He would say, hey, the best people in the world, Delta, SEAL Team 6, the best people in the world have accidental discharges and accidentally shoot each other every once in a while. And you people aren't near the best people in the world. So you got to be double careful. There you go. That's sound advice. Mm-hmm. That's sound advice. On all things in life, you got to be double careful. <laughs> you got to be good. I, look, I, I, all I know is once I heard this story and I, and I really figured out that it was true, I thought, you know, that's got to be, you know, when somebody asks, give me two lies and a truth or two truths and a lie or whatever, I could put my grandpa was shot by a cowboy. A cowboy. Cowboy. And who's going right. to say that? Who's going to say that's the truth? Yeah. And, and they're going to, you know, <laughs> you know, if it was me though, because I'm borderline liar, I'd have to say Tom Mix or somebody shot him on a movie scene or something like that. You know what I mean? I would have to add more. I'd make it more spicy than just getting shot by. I was thinking Woody. I couldn't figure, I couldn't remember the, the cowboy on, uh, on Toy Story. On Toy Story, Woody. <laughs> yeah, that's what when you're telling you dressed as a cowboy. That's what I'm thinking about. He kind of dressed as a cowboy. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> hey, hey, and by the way, um, speaking of cowboys, I don't know how I'm segueing into this, except that our recent guest, you know, Tim Lovelace, who in the new movie uh, Death Block 13 is plays Tex. Okay. Well, we there got you have to, it. We, uh, we did get for all of our loyal listeners that have been asking, and yes, there have been for everybody that is sick of us talking about it. There's that many people that have been talking on November 2nd, which is the day before this comes out. You can watch Escape from Death Block 13 if you have Amazon Prime video, iTunes, Comcast, Vudu, Cox. Um, Cable, DirecTV, Verizon, Dish, Spectrum, or Google Play. It's on demand on all of those channels. So if you have, uh, so you if you have I'm buying it. I'm Amazon Prime in it. I'm buying it. I'm putting it in my library right next to uh, Batman and uh, Apocalypse Now Redo. <laughs> oh, boy. Be my trilogy. Start, oh, boy. You better start with Death Block and work your way. Uh-huh. That's right. That's <laughs> right. I can't wait. I can't wait. This week, when was that? November second. November second on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm gonna be so, on it. So everybody, so you, everybody needs to be on it. So when you're hearing this, you can go buy it right then. Yeah, they can go. They can go get it on demand and watch it, and then um, let us know what you let us know what you think, man. Let us know what you think. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows.
We are out. <laughs>